This is episode 47, Mock Draft 3.0 with Viv. Good afternoon. Welcome to Flying in Sports, where we fly around nationwide talking about what's going on in the sports world. I'm your host, Joey Polizzi. Kostas could not join us today, but we do have a very special guest star today, Viv, who is a diehard Vikings fan. So welcome to the show, Viv. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing great, Joey. Thank you for having me today. No problem. It is great to have you. And of course, the Vikings pick number 14. We'll get to them in a little bit. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at flyingandsports underscore podcast. Welcome to our 47th episode. This is Flying in Sports Mock Draft 3.0. Myself and Viv, our guest star, will be giving our predictions for the 2021 NFL Draft. All right, Viv, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's get it. All right, let's go. So right now, the number one pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. Viv, who are the Jaguars going to take with that pick? Uh, This is very obvious. They're going to take the best prospect available in the draft, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, there's no reason to go in-depth about this. We know, we've known this for the past couple of months. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the number one pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Next up, the New York Jets. Just traded away Sam Darnold a couple weeks ago, so it looks like they're going to take a quarterback. But, Vib, what quarterback are they going to select? Uh, I think they'll go with Zach Wilson here. I think this, this is a pretty obvious pick. Initially, I thought they could go Fields or Wilson, but, you know, uh, slowly I think they're going to narrow it down to Wilson. Yeah, I think Wilson is 100% the selection here. They're going to go with him. You know, Zach Wilson has been reaching out to former quarterbacks, Mark Sanchez, Chad Pennington, just to get the around the Jets environment, see how it is. So this is going to be the pick 100%. Now, this is where it gets interesting, Viv, because now you got the San Francisco 49ers on the clock at number three. They traded up to get this pick. They traded away two first-round picks. So you think quarterback here, is that what they're doing, and who will they be selecting? Yeah, absolutely. QB is what they're going to be doing here. The thing is, recently there's been a lot of buzz around Mac Jones. So, honestly, I see the 49ers taking him uh, now. Initially, I saw it as Justin Fields, but now it's become a little more clear that they're going to take Mac Jones at number three. So, you're all in on Mac Jones Mac Jones at number three to the 49ers. Is that correct? Yeah. I, as much as I don't agree with the pick, I think that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't agree with that pick either. It's just, I don't know, because I thought – the 49ers, they could have moved up to six, or they could have moved up to uh, nine, ten. They could have still had a shot for Mac Jones. And I think that's why they're not going to go Mac Jones for that sole reason. They could have traded up with the Eagles to six, not give as much up, but they did. And I think they got their eye on someone else, and that is Trey Lance. So I do think they go, the 49ers, with quarterback Trey Lance. I just think it's obvious. I think he fits their scheme. And I do like Trey Lance as a quarterback. He is the third best quarterback prospect in my eyes. Next up, Viv, we got the Atlanta Falcons. And very interesting here. If we look at their team needs here, it says their primary team need is a tight end. Then secondary is cornerback, edge, quarterback. So the Falcons, they can go. They have a wide variety of options here, Viv. Where do they go with the fourth pick? Um, with the fourth pick, I mean, uh, they they could either go with a QB to, you know, eventually replace Matt Ryan, but I see them at this pick taking Kyle Pitts if they don't trade down. If I were the Falcons, though, I would trade down, try and rebuild that defense first because they already have two great receivers in Julio and Ridley. 
Yeah, I I think you took the word right out of my mouth. I think Kyle Pitts is a selection here. You know, many people have considered him the second best prospect in this draft behind Trevor Lawrence. So I don't think the Falcons can pass on him. But I do also think, like you said, they should trade down. There's no need. I don't know. Do do they really need Kyle Pitts? Do you think, Viv? Do they need him? Absolutely not. When you have two, when you have a generational receiver like Julio, who's still even in the games that he played, he played amazing. Okay, there's no denying that. Yes, he had issues due to injuries, but I think that can be fixed with you know just managing his workload and not uh, playing him in games where he even seems questionable. And they also have Ridley, who's an amazing wide receiver and stepped up in Julio's absence. So I don't really think they need another offensive weapon necessarily as much as they need to rebuild that defense. 100%. That's why they should trade down. If they trade down, they can probably, I'm almost confident, they can get at least one more first-round pick, maybe even two. If it's like the Patriots who want to trade up and get a quarterback, you can definitely get two, probably two first-round picks, maybe even Stephon Gilmore in that package deal because he has been – you know, in rumors that the Patriots are trying to ship him to move into the top 10. So I think the 40, the Falcons, I should say, should move back, get a couple more draft picks, a couple more first-round picks, still have another first-round pick this year in the top 15, and start building that defense and worrying about that defense because that's been their downfall the past couple of seasons, blowing those late leads because the defense has given up. Fifth pick here, the Cincinnati Bengals. Their biggest two needs are wide receiver – Offensive tackle. So, Vin, you're the Bengals GM here. Fifth overall pick. You go Penny Sewell, offensive tackle, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow's buddy in college. Uh, I'm going Penny Sewell. As much as I love Jamar Chase, I think he's a great wide receiver. I'll think he, I think he would do great with Joe Burrow. Uh, you know, something that I've learned from watching offenses all across his league is that receivers don't matter if you don't have time to throw a QB has to set up with a clean pocket in order to make those receivers look good and make those throws to where the receiver can benefit from them and where the offense as a whole can benefit. In addition, an offensive tackle enables the run game to open up and Joe Mixon would look a lot better and not be averaging like three yards per carry if there was a generational offensive tackle like Penny Sewell on the Bengals. So that's why if I were the Bengals, I'd go with Sewell. And I agree with you. They should go with Sewell. Look at the, look at the, the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. You know, they were down a couple offensive linemen, but it shouldn't have mattered. They had Tyreek Hill, they had Travis Kelsey, but it just proves to everyone that offensive tackle, the offensive tackle position is so crucial in the game of football. Bengals, I think this is the easiest selection here. They got to take Penny Sewell, Joe Burrow. You still got T. Higgins. You still got Tyler Boyd. You should take Penny Sewell here with the fifth pick. Sixth pick here now, the Miami Dolphins. Their biggest need? Wide receiver. They got Will Fuller, but is that enough for the Dolphins to pass on Jamar Chase, Devonta Smith, or Jalen Waddle? Oh. So I don't think that they should pass on Jamar Chase. If they have Fuller and Chase, then it would really give a lot of leeway for Tua to develop into the QB that the Dolphins anticipated they would be getting when they selected him last year with the fifth overall pick. So I think that uh, if Jamar Chase is not picked by the Bengals and when, if he falls to the sixth overall pick, there's no way that the Dolphins should uh, pass on him. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to pass on a receiver in general right here. They're going to take Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle, or Jamar Chase. I think they should go Jamar Chase. I said should because recent reports have come out. The Dolphins are actually leaning towards 
wide receiver Jalen Waddle. So that's very interesting here. Let's see what they should do. But I think they will stick with and go with Jamar Chase with this pick. Seventh overall pick, the Detroit Lions. They also need a lot of receiver help. They lost Kenny Galladay. They lost Marvin Jones. Who do they go with? Um, so I know a lot of people have the Lions going with Jalen Waddle. I have them going with Devontae Smith. Yes, Devontae Smith's size is a concern, but we've seen so many receivers in the league, you know, be able to put on some more muscle, put on some more weight, along with still maintaining the same uh, speed, agility, route running. Example, Tyreek Hill. So, you know, I think Devontae Smith would be the logical choice here. I'm going to say it and they go Jalen Waddle. I think Jalen Waddle is a speedy receiver. He can be in the slot. Give Jared Goff kind of like that Cooper Cup for Jalen Waddle or for Jared Goff like he's used to a Cooper Cup. Now they can get Jalen Waddle, put him in the slot, and hopefully it could work out because Jalen Waddle has speed, and I think Blinders are going to go after speed, and I don't think they like the way Devonta Smith is only 166 pounds. Eighth pick here, we got the Carolina Panthers on the clock. Vib, who do they go with? All right, so I think that the Panthers' biggest needs are, like, you know, defensive consistency and probably offensive line. I honestly see the Panthers trading this pick down. You think they trade down, and who do you think coming to that spot, the Patriots? Um, either the Patriots or the Chicago Bears. And you think one of those two teams would obviously take a quarterback, is that correct? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so they would probably take the remaining quarterback, whether it be Justin Fields, Mac Jones, or Trey Lance. One of those teams – might trade up the Panthers. You said it. Offensive tackle cornerback. If they don't trade this pick, they probably go, I would imagine, with Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern, the offensive tackle. I think that's the pick. But don't be surprised if they take Patrick Sertain out of Alabama either. Yeah, I would not be surprised if they took certain Sertain out of Alabama. You would or you wouldn't? Would not. Yeah, I think – I mean, they need offensive tackle. They need cornerback. Sertain or Slater, I think it comes down to that if they do keep this pick, but recent reports have come out that the Panthers are looking to trade this pick. Next up, we got the Denver Broncos, ninth overall pick with their team needs. They need linebackers, they need cornerback help, and quarterback. So, who do they go with? Um, they could go with either whichever QB is available, because, like, let's say the Panthers trade that pick to who knows, the Patriots or Bears or some other team that needs a QB. The, even if they don't, the Broncos will still have a QB available at that spot. So I think the Broncos will go for either a QB or Patrick Certain if he's still available. I, uh, I think the Broncos, they get a quarterback here. Whatever quarterbacks remain, I believe that is Justin Fields here at number nine. He'll be the last quarterback, and the Broncos are going to jump at that opportunity. They're not confident in Drew Locke. They don't know if Drew Locke is their future. So they're going to go ahead and select Justin Fields, number nine. Dallas Cowboys, very easy, I think, in my opinion. I think they go Patrick Sertain. What do you think? I, I completely agree. I'm on board with that pick. The biggest problem with the Cowboys last year was their defense as a whole, but their secondary is very problematic, especially their cornerback play. And I think that Sertain would help that. Yeah, I think they have to go with Sertain here. If not Sertain, possibly J.C. Horn, cornerback, South Carolina, very speedy cornerback. But I think they like Patrick Sertain, and they're, they're going to select him at number 10. Next up, we got the Giants. The Giants' biggest three team needs, wide receiver, edge, cornerback. Vib, where do they go here with your 11th pick? Um, 
they do need those uh, positions, but I also do think that they need offensive line um, because they do get Nate Solder back, but they lost um, uh, Kevin Zaytler in free agency. So I think if they drafted Rashawn Slater, that would probably be uh, the best thing they could do to help both Saquon and Daniel Jones out. Because the biggest th- the biggest problem last year for Daniel Jones was lack of a clean pocket. I think if Rashawn Slater is there, I do believe they go with him. But since I have him going number eight to the Panthers, I think the Giants, they're going to go wide receiver here or they're going to go cornerback. They're going to go Devonta Smith or J.C. Horn. And I think they're going to try to build that secondary and they're going to grab J.C. Horn, arguably the best cornerback in this draft, one or two between him and Patrick Sertain. Number 12 here, the Philadelphia Eagles. Where do they go with this pick? Um, they've got a lot of needs to address. Uh, they can either go with a wide receiver, Smith or Waddle, whoever's, uh, whoever the Lions didn't pick, um, or they can go with a corner. I think if they did pick Caleb Farley, though, that would be reaching a lot. I like Caleb Farley. I know he's got the back problems, and I guess teams are staying away from him because of you know the back surgery, but I think he's going to be a great cornerback down the line. But, yeah, similar to the Giants, the Eagles, they go Devonta Smith, they go J.C. Horn. Since the Giants took J.C. Horn, Eagles, they're going to go Devonta Smith here. They help Jalen Hurts with Jalen Rieger and hoping to give Jalen Hurts some weapons to throw to. Number 13 here is the Los Angeles Chargers. They need offensive tackle help, give, Tua, give Justin Herbert some protection. They also need edge cornerback and safety so chargers where do they go um i think they'll go offensive line uh they can either take uh christian derisaw or elijah fair tucker i i agree with both of those they will go with one of them and i'm gonna give give the chargers a nod to christian derisaw out of virginia tech offensive tackle i guess either one of those between him and Vera Tucker are acceptable, but I'm going to go with Darasaw here at 13. 14 here. We got your Minnesota Vikings on the clock. Yes, I sir. Think, I think we're going to disagree with this pick here, but number 14, who did the Minnesota Vikings go with? You know them better than I do. So where do the Vikings go? So the Vikings have two big glaring needs on their team, uh, an edge rusher to complement Daniel Hunter and uh, an off. And an interior offensive lineman. Well, they can either draft interior offensive lineman or tackle. It wouldn't really matter. Um, but uh, here, I think they go with Fair Tucker. Yeah, see, I knew we were going to disagree. I don't know. I just knew that you were going to pick offensive lineman. I'm going to go and I'm going to go edge. I'm going to go with Quiddy Pay, Edge, Michigan. I think the Vikings, they really hurt last year because of their defense. Would you agree with me or no? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, not having all those players uh, really uh, detracted from our defensive play, which has been so good over the Mike Zimmer era. Exactly. Um, exactly. And sorry to cut you off, but Mike Zimmer, is he an offensive guy or is he a defensive guy? Oh, he's a defensive guy. I completely understand where your pick is coming from. And, you know, a lot of people are predicting us to uh, pick because usually we don't value uh, just the philosophy of our ownership and our front office is that, you know, they don't value uh, offensive line in the first round as much as they value defense in the first round. So if if we were to go edge rusher in the first round, I absolutely see why. Yeah, I think I think it's 
it's okay if they go offensive tackle, but I think Mike Zimmer, big defensive guy, he was pissed last season that his defense was not stepping up, his defense was not playing good. I think they add to it. There's plenty of us offensive tackles they can get in round two. So I think in round one, they're going to go edge. I'm going to go with Quiddy Pay. 15 here. New England Patriots. They can go quarterback. Team needs are quarterback, linebacker, and wide receiver. One big name we haven't mentioned yet is Micah Parsons. Does he come up the board at number 15? Um, I don't think so. Uh, the reason being is because the Patriots breed linebacker extremely, extremely well. Um, they took Chase Winovich, turn, uh, who was like a nobody, and then turned him into a pretty good player. Um, you know, they took guys uh, who weren't very high overall picks. They've never really drafted very high overall picks for um, linebackers, except with the exception of maybe Dante Hightower. And um, uh, I think that, that that isn't as big of a weakness on their team as there is on offense. So if, if they don't trade this pickup, they take whatever QB is available. Yeah, and I got Mac Jones, and you have him going three. So would it be Justin Fields? Would it be Trey Lance? Um, I see them, like, in some mock drafts that I've done, I've seen uh, the Patriots trading up. But, um, you know, Mac Jones is very reasonable at that pick if he falls all the way there. Yeah, and I, I just think, I don't know, I feel like that's a great fit for Mac Jones, don't you think? Uh, I think I think that um, the Patriots' QB system is very, very good. Um, uh, I think McDaniels will be able to mold him very well. Belichick will be able to mold him well, so... Yeah, I'm going to go here, Mac Jones. And if he falls, you're also going Mac Jones. Next up, 16th overall pick, the Arizona Cardinals. Their team needs cornerback, linebacker, inside in, inside offensive line, and wide receiver. Who do the Cardinals go with with number 16? Definitely cornerback. Uh, losing Patrick Peterson was a huge loss. They need a cornerback who will also fit their scheme because they run the fourth most man coverage in the league. So um, I think that Caleb Farley would be a good pick for them if he's still there on the board. I agree. I think it's a great pick, but I'm going to have to go with Micah Parsons. I think Micah Parsons is a generational talent, and that's, that's big. And the only reason that he is falling is because of his character. You know, they said he's been fighting with teammates, and in high school he got suspended, and in college no one liked him because he was a dick. But I think besides that, if the Cardinals can't control that, Micah Parsons is a speedy linebacker. He can guard running backs, tight ends, all the above. I'm going to go here with Micah Parsons. Next yeah, absolutely here. reasonable pick. Like, yeah, I, I, I like that pick a lot. Yeah, I think, I think they do go if he falls, Micah Parsons, or they go cornerback if J.C. Horn falls, if Caleb Farley's still there. They're going to go one of those routes. I don't think they go offensive line, and I don't think they go wide receiver here just yet. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, we got the Las Vegas Raiders. And, you know, they have an interesting pick at number 17. They need offensive tackle. They need defensive line. And they need linebackers. So, 17th, the Raiders, what do they pick? I think the Raiders breed offensive line very well. But, um, you know, having a generational defensive player would really, you know, help rebuild that defense. Uh, and maybe, who knows, make – make them competitive in the AFC West behind the Chiefs, maybe have them compete with the Chargers. So uh, here I have them taking JOK, Jeremiah Onwusu Kromo. He is, he is actually a really good player, and I can definitely see that happening. I'm going to go here, offensive tackle, Tevin Jenkins, Oklahoma State. 
I just think they need offensive tackle. You got to pave the way for Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, give Derek Carr some protection, and they're going to go here with offensive tackle. Kenyon Jenkins is a great pick. So, yeah. Yeah, I I think also Jeremiah from Notre Dame is also a great pick. I just think they probably value offensive tackle since they did lose a couple pieces. They released some and they got rid of Rodney Hudson. So, they're going to try to, you know, bolster up their offensive line. Next up here. Next up here, we got second pick for the Dolphins in the first round. First round, we had them going wide receiver. First pick in the first round with their sixth pick. They had, we have them going wide receiver. Now they have their second selection. Who do they go with? Uh, I think edge rusher is a glaring need for them. I think they'll probably go Jalen Phillips. I will move on because that's exactly what I had. Jalen Phillips, edge, Miami. We're moving on now to 19th overall pick, and that is the Washington football team. You know, they got some needs, offensive tackle, linebacker, safety, and they claim here cornerback. So where do you see them going? Uh, that's a great question, to be honest. Um, I see them going offensive tackle here, probably with the best offensive tackle available. Yeah, I have them going offensive tackle. Since you already had Vera Tuck off the board, I don't. So the Washington football team is going to go here with Vera Tucker, but – we're both in agreement that Washington is going to select an offensive tackle in the first round. That's what they need. The only thing that I don't, you know, that they won't select an offensive tackle is if Michael Parsons falls or if a quarterback manages to fall. But I don't see that happening. So I think they do go offensive tackle here in the first round. Uh-huh. Next okay. up here, we got the Chicago Bears. And, you know, their biggest thing here is quarterback. But all five of them are gone. They also need offensive tackle, wide receiver, and cornerback. So the Bears need a lot on offense. Do they go offense here or do they go defense? Uh, they definitely go offense because, you know, they uh, their defense, if, if they have Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks generating pressure, that's good enough to make, like, a lot of different cornerbacks look good. 100%. Because I'm defenses gonna... are just based on pressure. So basically – uh, I think they should worry more about their offense and probably go offensive line here if they don't trade up for a QB. Uh, I think they'll go Samuel Cosme from Texas. Yeah, I think they need offensive line. They really do. And if they hope to select, you know, I guess in the second, third round with the Florida quarterback, Kellen Mond or Kyle Trask, they got to go and help him get some protection. So I think that's the most logical thing. But I think they're not going to pass on Caleb Farley. For me, he's still there at number 20. And I think the Bears, they do the smart thing for the first time in the past couple of years and take the best, one of the best cornerbacks in this draft in Caleb Farley. Next up here, the Indianapolis Colts. They just lost Anthony Constanzo this offseason to retirement. Do they replace him by going offensive tackle here in the first round? Uh, absolutely. You know, uh, part of the reason that Carson Wentz had a down year last year is because of his offensive line. He had so many offensive linemen injured, no Andre Dillard, no Jason Peters, no Brandon Brooks. Um, and so I think that uh, replacing Anthony Costanzo with a generational offensive tackle is the key to keeping the Colts offensive line top five as it was last year and the year before and the year before. So um, I think here is where um, they'll take Samuel Cosme. Yeah, if that's, he that's if, yeah, that's what I have. I think they, they go him, they get him an offensive tackle because it seems like the offensive line for them is really big. 
pave the way for Jonathan Taylor. Give Carson Wentz so much time, and this team is going to be good next year. Next up, 22 is the Tennessee Titans. Do they replace Corey Davis in the first round? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I have um, the Tennessee Titans going with Kadarius Tony from Florida. He's a speedy receiver, and I can definitely see that happen. I think they would be stupid not to get a first-round wide receiver in this draft. We've got to replace Corey Davis. They only have A.J. Brown now. They lost Johnny Smith. you got to get some weapons for Ryan Tannehill. So they will take a wide receiver, and I think they're going to take Rashad Bateman, wide receiver, Minnesota. They can go with Darius Toney. They can go Elijah Moore, wide receiver, Ole Miss. They have a lot of routes to go because this will be the fourth wide receiver taken off the board, so they can go many directions. But I think Rashad Bateman draws similarities to Corey Davis with his size, so I think they're going to go with him. Next up. Uh, yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely see that. Um, you know, I've uh, I've also watched a lot of um, University of Minnesota games, and uh, I think that Rashad Bateman's a great pick. Yeah, you are from Minnesota. So what can you give us insight on Rashad Bateman? Um, he just he, – he really has uh, – he's just got a very diverse skill set, um, you know. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be big for the Tennessee Titans, and that's why they're going to go with him. I think, I, think the, I think the biggest testament to how good he is is, that, is his athleticism and um, – you know, A.J. Brown is also a very athletic receiver. He's, like, pretty big. He's also pretty, like, strong. And he's also fast for, like, you know, how uh, having a really nice frame. Yeah. So, we're actually – we're running out of time. We're a little over the time limit. So, these last eight, nine, ten picks, let's just go through them quick, right, who we think, and we'll move on. So, these listeners don't get bored of us talking for so long. But let's go now. Pick number 23. Where do the Jets go? All right, so here uh, the, I had the Jets taking um, whatever corner is available, and I think that'll be Greg Newsom. Exactly what I have. We're going to move on. Pittsburgh Steelers, where do they go? Uh, they need a running back. I'll go with Najee Harris. Perfect, man. We got the same. Najee Harris gone for me too. Now we got 25 Jacksonville Jaguars. Three in a row. Can we get it? Um, so here I actually have the Jacksonville Jaguars trading. Um, trading down probably for a safety because their safety play was the worst in the NFL. I have them trading with the Green Bay Packers, and then the Packers probably take Aziz Ojolari. Okay, okay. 25 here. I got – you mentioned the need to get a safety, so I'm going to have him take – I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but the TCU, Trevin. Trevin uh, Morig. Yep. Yes, Morig. That's his name. Yes, I have him going. Trevin Morig, safety from TCU. 26 now, Cleveland Browns. Uh, they need interior defensive linemen after they just really Sheldon Richardson, Christian Barmer, Alabama. Perfect. Me too. 27, Baltimore Ravens, their first of two first-round picks. They need to replace Ed Rusher first. They lost Matthew Judon. Um, I think they go Greg Rosso. Wow, man, we are, we are on fire right now. Uh, that's what I have too. 28, the Saints. All right, so um, at the Saints pick, they could go a number of different ways. Um, I think they might want some linebacker depth after they cut Quan, Quan Alexander. They'll probably go Zayvon Collins. Okay, okay. I can definitely see that. I'm going to think they go wide receiver here. You know, they lost Emmanuel Sanders. They lost Jared Cook. So wide receiver here, they're going to go Elijah Moore, wide receiver, Ole Miss. 29 now, Green Bay Packers. Um, I think uh, Green Bay will either pick the best 
uh, if they're smart, they'll pick the best wide receiver or uh, linebacker available. So do you think they're going wide receiver or do you think they're going linebacker? What do you think? I think they'll probably go linebacker first, stick with the offensive weapons they have, because I think the biggest issue for them has been stopping the run. Yeah, they th- that was big for them. But I think what's going to happen is that Aaron Rodgers is going to get what he wants, a wide receiver, and they're going to take Ronda Lamore, Purdue, wide receiver. I just think it makes sense. They're going to give Aaron Rodgers what he wants. 30 now, Buffalo Bills. Uh, I see them take um... – you know, I can see the Bills going um, many different ways. I um, I think they can take – I think they go edge here. What do you think? They probably would um, They probably would go edge. If Zayvon Collins is still there, they'll go Zayvon Collins. Yeah, I, I think Zayvon Collins, if he's there, they would go him. And for me, he is there, so they're going to take him. 31 now. We got the Baltimore Ravens. They need a wide receiver. Do they go one here? Um, you know, if, uh, if Kadarius Tony is, uh, there, they could go wide receiver. They also have a huge hole to fill at tackle. Um, so they could go Jalen Mayfield or they could go Kadarius Tony. I think they go wide receiver here. And I think they take Terrence Marshall Jr. With the pick and give him some weapons. 32 Marshall, now. Okay. 32 now. Last one. Let's end it on a bang. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. Uh, I mean, the the Bucks really don't have um, too many holes to fill. Uh, I do think that they they might want to get an interior defensive lineman, whoever's best available, um, to replace Sue eventually because because uh, Sue is aging. Yeah, I think the pick here is Jason Away Awu. I don't know how to pronounce his name from Penn State Edge, and I think that's what they're going to go, and that's how the first round is going to end. So this will end our 47th episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at flyinginsports underscore podcast, especially for details on our next episode. Check back next week where we continue to talk about the sports world. We're flying in sports and we'll catch you on the next flight.